It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We did get a Beatrice Bakery nomination. I'm going to take more in this hour. So go to theticketfm.com, uh, find the Beatrice Bakery button, click on it, send your nominations in for a care package. Uh, again, it could be somebody that had a really good week, somebody that had a down week, uh, somebody that uh, had a, an accomplishment of note, um, or just somebody that you want know you want you want them to know that people care. Um, it could be first responders, teachers, lawyers, uh, doctors, whatever you come to mind you can also put those in the text line we did have uh one nomination in the text line that we read uh that those folks will in fact receive uh some 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 goodies from beatrice bakery and we'll do that uh 402-464-5685 the honda lincoln hotline and uh the starter Heyman text line you can follow the live video stream facebook youtube and twitch those chat rooms are open as well so you can put your comments in and we can add to the conversation you know the deal hit me with a what's up dp what's up rico and we will get to your text your questions and your comments and thoughts uh rico and i were just figuring out a couple of things at the top of the break uh uh, so LSU is playing in a bowl game uh, tonight, <laughs> and they have man, this is bananas. The LSU has thirty nine available scholarship players to play in this game. They have zero scholarship quarterbacks. Zero. Uh, its secondary has just one real starter available. The two best defensive players, uh, Demain Clark, uh, Des Moines Clark and Neil Farrell, opted out to prepare for the draft. Quarterback situation is as such. Uh, Max Johnson transferred. Miles Brennan returned but isn't playing in the bowl. They hope to get a waiver on Garrett Nussmeyer. Uh, that did, he did not receive the wa- waiver. Uh, so LSU will have to turn to a combination of walk-on quarterbacks, Tavion Falk, Matt O'Dowd, and receiver John Trey Kirkland. Uh, sources tell <laughs> they expect to see Kirkland used in some wildcat formations. It's almost been a running joke for five years that LSU could use Kirkland at quarterback, considering the versatile athlete was a Louisiana legend after leading uh, Lutcher High School to a 3 8 state title in Pottymore and 75,000 yards passing and 3,000 yards rushing. Why was he not your quarterback in the first place? <laughs> what? <laughs> you had that guy on the roster? Well, look, and he wasn't your quarterback. No, but this is. When people talk about the difference between the elite talent programs in in college football and everybody else, and everybody else, like a dude who could never play quarterback for you or should not play quarterback for you is one of the most accomplished quarterbacks in high school history across the country. Legend. Right? And, And he's just sitting there chilling on the LSU roster. Hey, guys. Like, hey. I, I got seventy-five. In case you and need three. me, yeah, seventy-five and three. If you want them, I'm over uh, here. Not bad stuff. That's whatever. Yeah. Uh, so my goodness. Uh, yeah. So oh, I'm watching this game. So so Tyreon Davis Price, who's their leading rusher, a thousand yard rusher, also opted out. Uh, freshman Corey Kiner and Josh Williams are the only ones listed on, listed on the depth chart, indicating Armani Goodwin and Trey Bradford are unavailable. 
This is bananas. LSU is in good shape at receivers, but with Deion Smith and Trey Palmer in the portal, plus Sean Boutte out for the season, the Tigers are a little thin there. Brian Thomas, uh, Malik Neighbors, and Jure Jenkins, plus Jack Beck at tight end is a really good group. Now, again, you talk about the depth of all of this insanity that they've got these folks <laughs> sitting at the bottom of the depth chart. All dudes who could play all over the country. When people talk about transfer portal, like, please consider that. That <laughs> That is wild. Like, if you're going to Beverly Hills and somebody is going to set out clothes, you know how you, every neighborhood people have, like, yard yeah. sales? Beverly Hills yard, yard sales are not the same no. as as Inglewood. As, as it's <laughs> just <laughs> – you're like, like, oh, it's a twist. It's like, yeah, you know, how much you want for this dress? I had 20 bucks. And you look at the – they left the tag on it because, yeah. of course, they did. Yeah. Leave the tag on and be like, uh, I think you need to add a couple more zeros. Yeah, like this is <laughs> – Like, this, I don't want it anymore. Like, this is the transfer portal. Like, people miss this part I got of the it. newest edition. That's the summer. Right. That's the summer uh, collection. I got the winter collection. I, Mark, like, if you can hear this, I would like to add – we need to borrow your, your – we need to borrow your brain for a second. Uh, if you could, kind sir. We're trying to find out. How many (laughs) – exactly how many players are in the transfer portal from Power 5 conference teams? If you could see – because what I would imagine is this. We talk about the transfer portal as though – It's a magical place. Right. But we also have to figure – how many players – Rico, while Mark's looking up who's in the transfer portal, Mm -hmm. I need for you to look up how many people opted out – of their bowl games Ooh. to prepare for the NFL. That's going to be a little bit harder, but I can see what I can do. Right. Let, let's see how we can find that out. So um, back to LSU, the back seven is in big trouble. To be fair, the entire season, the secondary has been losing one starter after another after uh, and still ranking in the SEC's top five in the final half of the year. Somehow got better losing Derek Stingley, Eli Ricks, and other major pieces, guys like Cordell Flott, uh, Dwight McLaughlin and Cam Lewis going up a level. Well, none of those three listed on the depth chart this week. None of them. <laughs> Secretary is crushed this time. Safety Jay Ward uh, is his only established player. The listed starters are at the three cornerback spots are two Nicole Nicole's transfers, Pig Cage and uh, Darren Evans, in addition to true freshman uh, backup Demarius McGee. Five-star Sage Ryan is on the depth chart at nickel, but the fact that he's behind Cage indicates he might not be fully available. <laughs> Look, I'm watching this game now. <laughs> 100%. Like, I'm watching this game. Okay, Rico. So, oh, my goodness. This is impossible. There's so many, like, things that have trackers but then they don't have all of them, and then they have each individual person's post, and I'm not counting those. Um, but I know, so just for just for this next game, LSU has one, two, uh, three, three that are for the NFL draft, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 that are just opting out. And that's just from LSU. That's just LSU. Kansas State has none. So – at least none that have been announced and that are on this this tracker. Are folks not doing the numbers? Like, do these college students, college football players, not understand math? Like, if everybody's opting out to do better, somebody's got to play. Like, somebody's got to play, and if everybody's already in that space, you're the likelihood of you being one of the top sixty players told, chosen. Maybe you're not trying to be the top sixty anymore. Maybe you're trying to be, you know, top. You know, if I get to the first six rounds, mm-hmm. 
But that's kind of insane. That's kind of insane. And that's just the number of people who are opting out. Wow, good heavens, man. Whew, this thing is going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. And that So I got 29, but this is just 29 big names that were uh, that opted out for the NFL draft. Right. So but that's 29. And that And that's just people that that are, you know, looking at this. This is first three first two rounds. And this right. So we're not saying that and even then, there's people that are playing that will be drafted that are playing, in the first that'll round. That'll be drafted, that'll be drafted ahead of those round. people. Yeah. Well, like the number one, Kayvon Thibodeau, the Oregon defensive end, yeah. if you know everything goes planned, he's supposed to go number one. He opted out. So there's him, but then there's a bunch of other people. Goodness gracious. Man, this is... This the is smallest crazy. school on here that has opt-outs is between Nevada... Oh, no, actually. Oh, no. Found it. Smallest school, UTSA. <laughs> Running back, sincere McCormick. That's when you don't have good people around you to tell you. If you're look, I look. I don't want to take anything away from this from this guy. Yeah. He's probably an amazing running back. Maybe I'll, I'll look up his stats and, and see you know where his draft projection is, but and everything. But if you are opting out of a bowl game and you are at UTSA, somebody didn't give you the right information. They really didn't. They didn't. I'm gonna look up Sincere McCormick though. Because, yeah, because I mean, if he's not in the top 150 players, right? Goodness gracious! So then, we'll, at some point, so maybe in the next segment, we'll pull up a, the the top 100 people in the draft. He is five nine, two hundred and five pounds. Did he have like two thousand yards rushing? Um, he. Whatever Brees Hall had, he was 22 yards behind him. And I think Brees Hall led the nation – or didn't lead the nation. He was like second or third behind Kenneth Walker and Isaiah Spiller. So he's a top five in yards running back. But that doesn't mean he's a top five in play – No, it does not. Like It doesn't mean that he's going to be in the top five running backs being 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 drafted. Because people He runs know. a 4-5-40. Or at least in high school he did. Wow, we don't know what he's running now. 657 carries in college. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. that That's running back abuse. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had 900. Really? In three years? That's what it says. With over 900 carries. Okay. Sincere? Maybe you, you deserve it. <laughs> Maybe Sincere knows something. I don't know, man. Uh, he had... The opt-outs are fantastic. Okay, here we go. Here's his... Here's his... Well, this was in... In high school, his senior year, he had 1,489 rushing yards, 10.3 yards per carry, and 22 touchdowns. That boy good. And he went to UTSA? My goodness. Well, that's a, probably a grades thing, not a talent thing. Yeah. I'm going to look up his, his college stats. I mean, those look, man, I, look, man, if you're I, – I just – I'm just saying, man, UTSA opting out, like – I I appreciate the uh, the uh, moxie and the the thought, but okay, he had two hundred ninety nine rush attempts, one thousand four hundred seventy nine yards, and fifteen touchdowns. His junior year this year at UTSA, twenty two receptions for one hundred eighty four yards, no touchdowns. So through the numbers, so through the numbers, uh, again. We understand per round the number of people being taken. 
Mm-hmm. And that if you're, you're, you're going to go seven rounds at 30, 32 a pop, <laughs> plus some supplemental picks, right? We're not talking about a large pool. We're talking about 225 players. Yeah. And if LSU is, has whatever their number is, we're still not talking Alabama. We're not talking Georgia. We're not talking we, – we can look at what Clemson's doing. And so when I hear that Nebraska players are opting out of bowl games and they're opting into early draft situations, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense. Now, there is a thing that's happening this year – that is also another exponent, another factor, another peripheral factor, and that is the fact that Fox has put together its own league. Fox Sports has put together its own league, the USFL. Oh yeah! So you're going to have eight teams, eight additional jo- eight, eight additional employers. Uh, that will all go. I believe they'll carry 50, 50 players each, maybe with some developmental stuff, right? So another four hundred. Sound like a lot. Well, here's the thing: they've done that. Like their budget uh, was put in. Uh, they've got three hundred and fifty million. Okay, you you can make you can fifty players each roster, eight teams, right? You could you could make a decent chunk uh, of change. It's going to be in one. It'll be in a dome type situation, one location. Mm-hmm. So you'll have eight teams that represent very eight different regions, eight different cities, but they will all be located in the same space. That makes sense, right? This sits on minor league development of a G League type situation. That's what I was about to ask you. Is it like a G League for the NFL? Right, people have been asking for it. They, well, they've been saying college football is pretty much the NFL G League, but actually having one. Well, well, this one's a little. This one again. I think each version of it, of these peripheral leagues, gets smarter about how they're doing business. Mm. And the mission for this one is to develop players and then not go broke. That is that is very is to keep your money. Broke. Right. Well, I mean, people are gonna watch it. People love football. People are gonna watch this. Well, I mean, it, you, but you, the, you got the TV contract. So the hold, XFL is coming back. The Rock bought it. The I don't XFL, know the when XFL it's is back. also supposed to be twenty twenty two, right? I think so. I so, couldn't. I don't remember the year. I just remember is, he so bought it is, and he said he was bringing it back. So they say it will run. The USFL regular season will begin in mid April. And run through mid June, so another opportunity for jobs. Well, that's like a tr- that's like a training camp, right? Right for 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 all of that. Well, you're you're gonna play. Yeah, you're gonna play sixteen games. You're gonna play fourteen games. Fourteen. Fourteen games. Uh, all games. Uh, all twenty. Fox will carry twenty two of the forty three games, and with twelve broadcasts on Fox itself, mm-hmm. uh, ten on uh, FS one. And then NBC Sports will be the home for the other 21 games with eight on NBC, nine on USA Network, and four on Peacock. Who are they going to have calling these games? Um, They haven't announced that yet, but I would imagine the Fox broadcast teams. I think it would be cooler if they had Snoop up and comers and (laughs) and some celebrities in there. Snoop and, uh, yeah. 
Well, what celebrities do you want broadcasting USFL games? I mean, Snoop, obviously. Yeah. Um, can't have The Rock because he's XFL tied. Okay. You could you could get some other wrestler in there, though. I don't know any well, of that. Well, Goldberg knows football. Ooh. Right? He knows football. That would be – well, we can't do a full-on what they were going to do with the with the. No, no, you can't XFL. do that. No, you can't do that. You can't um, do XFL. Like, you can't do – I would like to have. I want. I want. A, I want like a celebrity that doesn't know football, so well, they're learning would, on the. So they're learning on the job. I don't know what celebrities don't know football though. Uh, the XFL returns in twenty twenty three. Ooh, get me some like, give me like Hugh Jackman. He's Australian. He knows Australian rules football. No, what I want. Oh, <laughs> like I need any of the British actors who do comedy, who. <laughs> Let's change the way they're being broadcast. <laughs> Do they go with their Amer- American accent? What's, or? what's the John Mulaney joke about that? Who's the actor from, from Star Trek that did Saturday Night Live, and he had to introduce Salt and Pepper? And he, he with his accent, Salt and Pepper! Like, we, <laughs> we need... Give me Daniel Craig, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we, the weekend. The weekend. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, so the XFL is in two thousand. 23 the usfl will be april to june this year the budget seems to be in play like that that's the thing right Mm -hmm. we're um in this league all of their housing uh all of their uh uh meals will be paid for um so they're taking care of that the players there's a league max for salary so it, it's going to be a thing. And mm-hmm. I talked to several players who have that also on their radar. That if you – that you – yeah, Sir Patrick Th- Stewart. Thank, thank you. Love it. Salt and pepper. He uh, just I, sounds so regal <laughs> all the time. I think all Brits do. And it's easy we not just, all of them. Well, who doesn't? Well, the celebrities all do. Yeah. But not all Brits sound regal. Well, the ones we're talking about. That's why we're talking about yeah. celebrities who yeah, would do this. Right. Somebody says Pete Davidson. Tater says Pete Davidson. <laughs> Does Kim come along with him? Do you have Kanye on an alternating broadcast? <laughs> Just you have Kanye on the sideline. That's what I want. We're going down to our sideline reporter, Kanye West. Kanye, what's going on down there? Give me back my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That would be exceptional. No, I think talking to players, they the idea that you're gonna have more jobs, or at least the the, the the that concept that there's more jobs mm-hmm. when there's not really because that's still going to be a place where people go to build resume. I have a question for you regarding this. Mm-hmm. As let's say an undrafted free agent, do you go the USFL route, or if a team is offering you a spot as an undrafted free agent to possibly make the roster, do you go that route? Spend that time that. Some of those players spend, you know, at the USFL playing and, and playing in games and doing all that or in the training camps, learning the playbooks and learning everything for a team that you might not make. So what it says here about salaries is that the average. Hold on. Let me, let me make sure we get to it. Get the right. Uh, OK, so. Wow. They ha- so the USFL has not issued its salary situation, but imagine like with the with the with the, with the previous leagues, 
uh, $70,000 in the first year, three-year minimums on all the deals. Uh, XFL uh, is talking about playing payers. Playing payers, 55000 a year with quarterbacks making more. So I, I think some of that would be in play. I, it'll be interesting to see whether, whether they have to. If, if, let's say the number's 100000 mm-hmm. and you're drafted by the USFL. Remember, that's slightly before the NFL draft. Ooh. Right? How would that work out if you draft who you draft, and if you can get them signed, they're yours. Do they have a certain time period they have to sign it? Well, if you're going to play, I mean, the season, the first game's in in, in mid-April. But what if there's a chance you get drafted in the NFL? It's just like the old days. You had to make a decision. Uh, Herschel Walker was, you had to make a decision. I don't like that. You had to make a decision on where do you want to play and which one's going to be better for you. What if the NFL just decides we we can offer more money? I don't care if you signed with them. Well, the NFL is always going to offer more money. Like that, that's... That's been the thing. If you sign with them, you get but, out of your but, contract. But but you're talking about the difference between a star player who simply wants to go to USFL, USFL and play mm-hmm. for whatever amount they're going to play. I think you're talking about the guys who are fourth round and below mm-hmm. who would have to consider, okay, the NFL is still going to be there, but I could go and build my name and my brand and social media engagement and all that stuff by being in the USFL. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure – um, cause you gotta remember social media didn't exist back in the previous days as it does now. Yeah. So all of that branding stuff was at a different level. I mean, you remember Doug Flutie left over to USFL, Kelvin Bryant, uh, Herschel Walker, Steve Young, Steve Young left Tampa in a bad situation to go to the LA express to play in the USFL. And then from there went back and bounced back into the league and got with San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Doug Williams did the same thing. Uh, he he went through uh, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly left Buffalo and 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 went. Oh, yeah. actually went to Houston with the Gamblers first, and then went to Buffalo. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the salary numbers are, huh. because that's going to determine what what the, what the operations are, like that's how gonna people be, are going to approach it. That's going to be wild if you get an if you get one of those big name college football players decides to go to the usfl first you could put together a 10 million dollar roster at paying everybody two hundred thousand. and remember you don't have don't tra- that you don't have travel expenses because you're going to play all in the same place mm-hmm. you're all going to live in the same place so that your stuff doesn't exist your food taken right, care right? Of. So you're not all spending that, that money on food. all of that stuff's in place stadium upkeep is simple because it'll be in the same uh, three stadiums. Uh, the, I, I want to say it was in Ohio Oof. that they're going to play in. Um, I don't hate this at all. Right? So it, it's going to create some different yeah, – Mike Rozier was another one that went through. Yeah. That's a good question from Tater. Can kids go straight to the USFL from high school? Probably not for liability's sake. What I would imagine is I that – I can't imagine many high school seniors being ready to go against, you know, college – juniors and seniors well, well, well that's the fo- the football physicality part yeah like basketball basketball is different is, is a little bit different baseball is different but football requires a different level mm-hmm. of, of of physicality i would i would say this um once they release and again if they're going to target april their promotion promotional work will start to take off pretty quickly here soon 
close to the end of this month, beginning of February. Well, as the NFL goes to playoffs, there are guys who are going to be released from teams. There are guys who are going to prepare oh, yeah. for the draft, right? I forget, I forget. It's not just college kids. Right. <laughs> so you're talking about pro players who need a place to play. Pro players at the end of it, end of their career, you might have some guys who – so imagine if you're Ben Roethlisberger and they can pay you $2 million a year – I mean, you're you're taking Ben Roethlisberger if you can get him. Well, but and then the other thing was with the when the other leagues took place, there was always the 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 th- the, the little backstory of the NFL of NFL teams drafting that player to retain their rights, so that if they ever decided to come back, like the NBA, right? So if they ever overseas, decide, right? If they ever decided to come back from the USFL, they would own the rights to them. So imagine somebody that's drafted. If I'm later in the supplemental end of the of, of this thing, a sixth and seventh round, or a free agent, mm-hmm. well, the free agent you can't sign them to the agreements because you can't. But for drafted players, you would hold the rights to them, which also changes the way NFL teams draft because there are players that you didn't actually draft that you would want the rights to if you could maintain them yeah. and to get them on your pl- your 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 practice squad. So then it becomes practice squad versus USFL startle. Start. You're going to have a lot of draft and stash like the NBA has. You draft a guy and you're just like, yeah, you can stay overseas for two more years, three more years. That's what the, that's what the Timberwolves did with Ricky Rubio. They yeah. drafted him and left him overseas for two years. They drafted Johnny Flynn right after him. And then, you know, a couple picks later, Steph Curry it's, went. It's going to be nuts when they, when, they, when they release the salaries. That's when business will start to pick up. This will be fun. This will be fun. And more chaotic. Because you're going to have people leaving for. I mean, think this about is it. It's going to be. Think, think about it. If, if you're, if you're, if, I mean, think about it. If you're a player at Nebraska and you don't get drafted by who you want, but the USFL actually drafts you, do you go to training camp or do you go play? Mm. You you'll play and, and make for sure money. Yeah, it's going to be it's. And with with the the financial backing that they have, these players are actually going to get paid. Like checks aren't going to bounce. You're not going to have that nonsense going on, which was a big part of all the downfall of the other leagues. Yeah. So we'll 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 put a pin there. Uh, more one on one on ninety three seven the ticket. Download our app by searching ninety three point seven the ticket in your app store. You're listening to one on one with DP on ninety three seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com.